I'm a How are you? I'm doing good, Larry. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm good. Trying to tip back as many of these yingling golden pilsners as I can. And we're joined by Beerman. How are you? Well, Larry, uh, to to borrow a phrase from the celebrated African poet Reebok Bongo Man. Oh, wop bop a doo bop a wop bam bam. <laughs> I'm done. I thought you were gonna say a great African poet and then say better than I deserve, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good dude pretty good yeah you know. nah dude but fucking like i was saying about the golden pilsners you guys have had yingling lager i i imagine right i have indeed i've had more yes. than my share yeah i've had a couple of them have you enjoyed the, have you enjoyed the pilsners as well i haven't had the pilsners no i do like pilsners it's generally my favorite kind of beer if it's good oh yeah so you're a fan of labat then of course I've never had Labatt. That is a mistake. Do you have it around you? No. Not any. Not anywhere. No. I can't believe that. I saw that. I like. I like Larry. Enjoy a good stout, like a uh, Guinness. I do not enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) I. I. uh, I do not enjoy that. I got one of these doggers here tonight. I got um, I got a six pack of these Shiner candied pecans. Oh hell yeah. I never had them before in my life, but you know, every now and again, I like to like to venture out of my comfort zone and try something, try something different. I'll probably hate it. Um, Yingling, the, this Yingling Pilsner is like the first thing aside from Labatt that I've. I'm in like IPA country, which is horrible. I like a strong Pilsner though, if it if it's tasteful. I know people think Pilsner, they're like, oh, Bud Light's Pilsner, but like, guess to actually taste good, like a Warsteiner or something like that, is delicious. I like a I like a Hell's a Hellas H E L L E S. It's a real clean, slightly metallic. I don't know how. Beerman, are you saying it's a real beer? It's a real beer. Yeah. Um, no, it, it tastes like it tastes like very clean and and pure and good. I don't know how else to say, but uh, a lot of other a lot of other uh, beer you can taste the grain and you can kind of taste that like I don't know the fermentation process more so than you can taste with a Hellas. I don't know. When me and Beerman were hanging out, we drank a bunch of Dunkel, didn't we? We That's did. We drank a hot So good too, half brown Dunkel. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm, you guys, you guys would. I'm just. This all, I don't even know what any of this stuff is. I mean, I probably had it before, but I usually just stick to the basics. The Labatt, the, uh, I've recently enjoyed this Golden Pilsner business. And, you know, the, uh, when you're just trying to, to down a bunch as, as quick as you can, you know, you want to drink a 12 pack in like an hour and a half. You want to get, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you. Drop, get I got, yourself, if you want to drop one down every fucking nine minutes, that's the way to go. Get yourself some Coors Light. That's what you got to do then. But I got you into those Coronas for a little bit. I remember watching the streams. Oh, dude. No. I mean, I was st- in the summertime. I'm gonna, they're they're going to be revived. Yeah. But. 
They're tasty. In the winter time, this nigger is gonna come on and be like, "Yo, I, I turned you on to that Corona shit, bro. Come on, let's not lie." That's not, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's actually not. it's not an exaggeration. I I uh, <laughs> I was he, he was like, "What kind of beer do you like?" And I was like, "Corona." And then he's like, "Hey, I really like that Corona." <laughs> yeah, no, you 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 specifically like told me you were like, "You got to put the lime in it." Oh but, yeah, he did it. do that, didn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. like, I was like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, nah, dude, it's good. I was like, yo, this is fucking is. fantastic. This is the best yeah. thing ever. When the summertime comes back around, that's going to be getting brought back out for sure. But for now, I'm here. I mean, I'm going to be here forever doing the program in the uh, the dingy cobweb-ridden basement. But... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it sucks so bad. I showed you guys the fucking shithole room I was in whenever you're like, you're like, what am I gonna do about these walls? Yeah, what the fuck am I gonna do about them? I can't. You're like, I don't know if I could do anything about these walls. I was like, I'm just gonna like hang some sheets over them or something. Uh, man, I don't know, man. Well, it's like I don't know, just like put like paint on them or something. But it's a, this is an old ass house, dude. This house was built in like in uh, I think I think it, they said 1647. 1600s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first the first place built in the state. Actually, my man, my man Larry is living in the Blair Witch House, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that movie either. The Blair, the Blair. You Witch never movie. saw that movie. It's scary. Is it actually scary? It's oh, pretty yeah. scary. Is it? Considering their budget was like. Fifty thousand dollars? Was it even that much, dude? No, it was like fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, it rocks. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Imagine, imagine having fifteen thousand dollars to just throw it at some movie project. At a movie? Oh my god! Well, you you would have had to live in the nineties in order to have that be a reality. Wow! Check this out. Check this out. The budget was somewhere between two hundred and five hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Oh my god. We just got fucking owned. Yeah, but what Rich was fuck. what did they make from it? A fuck that was one of the highest grossing films of all of like the year or decade <laughs> or something. It made it made it made two hundred and forty eight point six million dollars. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude! <laughs> that's, that's pretty good returns on your investments, right there. Well, it was a phenomenon too, because like everyone was talking about it, and you didn't have the internet to like spoil the movie. So like mm-hmm. people were like obsessed with it, and it, it started the whole found footage thing that that later kind of like peaked and reached rock bottom simultaneously with Cloverfield. What about Paranormal and, Activity? When that like fucking Paranormal. You, you remember that Dude. scene, Beerman and Ambrose, when that fucking bitch was standing beside her husband and she's just like watching him sleep for like six hours. Bro, that's such a fucking scary movie. That is like para- all the Paranormal Activity movies up to four. We're like so so good. Ah, uh, dude! I'm I saw them home. in college, and I was like so high. I don't even remember them. Hell yes, dude! I just remember being like, "This is kind of boring <laughs> and stupid." Can we play? Can we play Halo Reach now? <laughs> Ambrose is in. The, Ambrose is in. I, I picture Ambrose in the movie theater in like a fucking hemp sweatshirt, like <laughs> wearing like weed sunglasses. Like, can we go? Can we go play video games or something? Uh, I pretty much dress exactly how I dress now. I'm just racist now. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. You know, I, <laughs> it's not basically how it is for me too. It's it's eerie the similarities. It's like I, I um, you know, I, back in the day, I used to dress like I, I rode a skateboard around all the time. That's because I did ride a skateboard around all the time. And now, by the way, I dress hmm. like I ride a skateboard around all the time. And I, I mean, I still still smoke weed, but I just super aware that black people are the fucking. Can shit. I say, Larry, that uh, just how rude it is that Beerman just interrupts you all the time? <laughs> I didn't think it. 
not something a good guest would do. Yeah, you just get away with this because we only do hate house now and we don't do les anymore. So you're you're free to unleash your would, talk. I would say populace. I would say if it was my podcast, I would say uh, final warning. Yeah. But you don't have one of those, do you? You don't have one of your own podcasts, do you? Uh, no, I just have good Not friends like and on their podcast. No, you just everyone, you post, everyone just wants me post, on their podcast. You post you post from the Olympian remove of better men, don't you? You just kind of you kind of hang around with the cool kids and 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 uh, then you no one you knows what you're talking about, Beerman, because you're right. weird, dude. Yeah, I have weird. to. Holy shit, I have to say this because I said this earlier. Someone in the chat just says, Les becomes Nikkei. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> I hate this. I, I said it earlier this. in the chat. Ambrose was like, don't ever fucking say that again. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, actually. <laughs> and yes, that's a fucking obnoxious thing to say. <laughs> Well, no, I saw someone in your guys' chat was like, you know, it's it's just a different intro and outro song, different editing. Well, I I, I saw um I saw actually the young. No, White. that was actually also Beerman said that. Shut up. <laughs> um, the young whites. I I actually saw today that the young whites had posted a new episode. I was like, that's weird. They usually don't do that. They posted um, two episodes in the last month, dude. It's more than you have. Fucking crazy, dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> someone We're working someone on. says les what's that no I I, no I I begged these guys to have me back on the program sometime and they said whenever they're done with their hiatus it's about whenever we're done with our well it's really just a, a lover's quarrel that's that's keeping us apart and now ambrose and i are fighting and as soon as we're done fighting we can we can record episodes again but you're fighting. <laughs> you're fighting but you're on sitting on a podcast together yeah, <laughs> two, two not, weeks in a row <laughs> No, we are not on good terms at all. No. No. He's got drug problems. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll Starting to get messy. I'm going to spill the beans here on Hate House. <laughs> I didn't mean yes to he has drug problems. I meant yes to fucking Tam saying, Les, it's a French podcast. So true. <laughs> no, we, we can fucking get in. <laughs> Les. Les. <laughs> It's a French podcast. You wouldn't. You wouldn't understand, Beerman. You are not a Parisian. Hey, Amber's dead nigger from the grave. Who am I? He is who he thought. Who he is? Who I thought he was. Do you oh, remember? Uh, oh, he did die. He's the dead. Arizona coach. Yeah, uh, they are who we thought they were. We let him off the hook. And we let him off the hook. He was a good defensive coordinator. What was his name? Dennis Green. Dennis Green, that's right. Yeah. 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 He was like 60 when he died. Fucking like probably diabetes. Dude, yeah. He was a big chubby little nigger. Yeah. Who's clearly had like stress and anxiety problems as a football coach. Clearly. Clearly. Could never, li- could never live up to the, uh, to the Minnesota Vikings days, remember those from like the late nineties? They had a big coaching tree, but you know he went on. I think he coached for the Chiefs under maybe it was who was the light skinned black guy that was a terrible coach? I mean, there's so Herman, many. Herman. Oh, Herman Edwards. Herman Edwards. Oh, yes. what a Christ. terrible coach. Herman really Edwards. Good guy. <laughs> good guy. What do you uh, mean, I just dude? saw <laughs> one of the commenters is called Hot Takes McNabb, and when I went to his profile, it says his uh, his profile name is I'm on TRS and you're not. <laughs> 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 I, just, 
It's that classic. It's that classic bald-headed faggot from Star Trek with the the ear gauges that he used his Facebook profile for for years. Oh yeah. I think that's the actual Alex McNabb. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that picture I posted? Which picture? Yeah. Which one? The the one of TDS. With McNabb playing with his TIE fighter. Oh, my God, dude. He said something so egregious the other day. He was like, he was like, these fucking, uh, like, people with their, like, shitty hobbies and, like, other shit. It's like, dude, this is coming from the guy who, like, last week was like, people should just be able to have, like, their gay hobbies and, like, like, Star Trek painting figurines and shit. Did you watch that TDS episode? Uh, no, I don't ever get to watch him because I'm I I gotta I actually I, because I uh, I'm not at home during the day. I well, I'm, they're I'm watching working. some <laughs> fucking fifty hours a fucking week. I haven't. This is the first episode I'd I'd been able to like watch in a little bit. I usually get maybe a couple hours. My commute's so much shorter now. I, it kind of sucks because I don't get to consume as much as I used to. But um. They're watching this this one guy watch this other guy who was like Nick Ford or whatever. What's his wait, name? wait, wait! Can you say that again? They were watching this one guy watch this. Yeah, other... they're watching a YouTube guy. <laughs> they're watching a YouTube guy watch this like Fox News interview, right? Yeah, I listened to this today. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the the guy the U- guy who has the YouTube channel behind him is all like Star Wars paraphernalia and like you know Marvel stuff and just like you know really like normie bugman shit, dude. And McNabb's like, hold on a second. Let's take a look at what's going on here, right here on the, with this guy. And I'm like, McNabb's, McNabb's like being unironic and is just like jealous and interested in what's going on behind the guy. Yeah, McNabb's thinking about about committing a strong arm robbery, Ambrose and Beerman. Yeah. He's like, and then he brings in, He's like, how he, much trouble he brings in, would Sven fire me if I this man and took his Star Wars paraphernalia? <laughs> Dude, he starts. He, he brings the Tie Fighter in. He brings the TIE fighter in, and I didn't see it because I was driving, and I was like, I think I know what just happened. And he goes, hey, hold, let me compare. Hold on. I got something over here. And he brings <laughs> oh, this no, Lego, no, Lego no, TIE fighter no. and goes like, like, does like a sound effect, and Mike's like, stop, stop, stop. You make us look like Bugman when you do that. And I heard that, and I was like, I have to rewind. When I get home, I'm going to rewind. <laughs> no, well, I was listening, like, the other day. Mike, like, called him out on, like, derailing the show. He was like, you always want to start, like, the... He's like, yeah, yeah, you always want to start, like, the, uh, the fucking third quarter guy. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, dude, that was so fucking funny. Dude, because they wanted to... They, wanted, they were laying this painstaking narrative that talks about the anti-work credit how it links to Nick Ford, how that links to the Center for a Stateless Society, and then all the way back how the Center for a Stateless Society was like tied intimately to the beginning of TD- TRS because they were all like kind of anti-mutualist like debate guys on Facebook. That's really interesting content. It's, a, it's content that a Dude, lot of people It was in the this best content right I've now, heard in a while. I was like, yeah, I was, don't, don't you love to hear the origins of TRS? Like, wouldn't you want to hear that? People don't know about that shit at all today. <laughs> and then, like, McDab is just like, yeah, well, that's what happens when you... And, and, like, all of a sudden, like, Mike and Sven are like, whoa, 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 pump your brakes, buddy. What are you doing? You got three hours. <laughs> what the fuck are yeah. you doing? <laughs> and then, hey, and then, no, 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 it gets worse. McNab goes, wasn't there this one uh, Facebook page called Yada Yada Yada? And... Sven and Mike both go at the same time. So I'm going to yeah, that's where TRS came from. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nigga. Damn. I, think, I think it was so more of like him stupid. just not fucking paying any attention to anything that's going on like ever. Can, Dude, and then today, Someone... 
He he fucking. What was it that he did? Uh, I sent a, a voice message in the group. I was like, this fucking dickhead. This this son of a bitch. Dude, Mike's like, I want to talk about this fucking Jew that shot the German ambassador in France right before Crystal Knock. Yeah. And McNabb's yes, yes. like, oh, I want to talk about a Jew involved in C-sections. Oh, he did. Dude, he fucking... Because that's dude, so interesting. Yeah, smacks fucking lips. He actually smacks lips. Dude. And it's like, ah! <laughs> because that's a really interesting subject I've wanted to learn more about for a long time and he's just gonna dude I fucking <laughs> nothing that you ever fucking talk about is ever relevant to my principal interest which is that is to say white nationalism you're not a fucking white nationalist you're a fucking dumbass contrarian nihilist bitch who wants to share his stupid fucking vanity takes and shit, all over a fucking program that has literally changed my life. And you fucking ruin it every fucking other day of the week. Literally, every other fucking day of the week, it's like, well, let's talk about this. No, let's talk about seed oils. Let's talk about that. No, let's talk about pickup trucks. Hey, let's talk about this. Have you seen my TIE fighter? Uh, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this has to change. You know, everyone here has, like, broken brains, and I, like, can't even deal with, like, talking to them. It's, like, coming from the guy Dude, you who, saw, who the, like, the only thing he said for, like, the last four months was, like, niggers run America, America worships niggers, uh, thought-terminating cliche, and, uh, brain-dead people. Oh, people, are, <laughs> people are disgusting. I'm, like, ashamed to, like, interact with you guys. Well, let me, let me, let me tell you that something, That makes Larry. fucking two of us, McNabb. Coming from the guy who just said last week that the fucking hospitals, he's like, we should just bulldoze the hospitals <laughs> shoot the doctors. Let, 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 Jamie let can't have something. any strep throat medicine. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Let me let me. The tell you weak shall quick. perish, Beerman. <laughs> let me let me tell you something, Larry. I'll tell you I'll tell you what. A broken brain is an upgrade from whatever Alex has. I'll tell you that I, right. I, I now. thought you could. Say, I thought you were gonna say a broken brain is right twice a day. <laughs> you know, and the you know this this fits right into um the topic we're about to get into right now. Yeah, which is um we're gonna talk about how Hollywood's alien and predator movies really reinforce anti-black racism. Oh no! After that. <laughs> After that. <laughs> yeah. So listen, what makes black people? more likely than others to be killed, beaten, tortured, and raped. Other black people. Raped by white police officers and vigilantes. <laughs> That's the first. No. The author of this, by the way, his name is Tamari Kitosa. He's the associate professor of sociology at Brock University. And apparently... Um, black people are just getting raped by white cops in droves. But what makes it? that black people are more likely than others to be killed, beaten, tortured, and raped by white cops and vigilantes. Do you guys know? Tell me the answer. The economy and uh, impoverished um, lack of money. Yeah, God, it must be, I guess it must be redlining, right? That's what I always hear. Someone give this nigga an empty hat and a harmonica and tell him to go stand in the corner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Sure. Now, although black men are killed by the police more than any other group, black women are the regular targets of police violence 
even though this fact is often rendered invisible. We're just going to read through this, this little article here. This is good stuff. A culture and history of racist misrepresentation may have something to do with it. Why has there been considerable tolerance among the silent majority of white people for animal-like, demonic representations of black people in media and popular culture? Wait, where? Where are those? In uh, By uh, demonic representations of black people in media, do you by chance mean the evening news, sir? Some, yeah, sounds like a good reference. Can you... Point me in some good new content. He's like, motherfucking CNN, uh, Fox, nigga, motherfucking, the only channel that's unbiased is the motherfucking is BET. And the only paper that you can read is The Root, which has, the, <laughs> like, the funniest fucking byline, like, catchphrase after it or byline or whatever the fuck. It's like, the uh, the black of the content, the sweet of the truth, my nigga. Oh, dude, that's a great one. That's a great byline. Dude, you said something in the last podcast, I think, when you were like, the darker the nigger, the sweeter the juice or something. To be no, no. Beerman, both were just like, that's right, Lair. How about it? Because <laughs> like, we, we just, we could just tell this was like Larry was doing a Larryism. We were both just totally on board with it immediately. Oh no no no! I was I was reciting that like the byline oh, from the root because the content that I was trying to do for the show was from the root. I think. What was it called? Or what? What was the byline say? The blacker the content, the sweeter the truth. That's the that's literally theirs. I thought you made it up, and me and both me and Bruce were just like on board. The black. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Tell How about it. it. Hokey buckets, tailed on the mountain. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Ding, Dingo called me this week, and I answered the phone, and he was like, "He just Dingo like, who? He just said hokey buckets like seven times in a row. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's got one. He's got one bit. He's just a monkey with two symbols, just clashing them together over and over again. <laughs> Southern dipshit. <laughs> what a moron. Oh man, fucking <laughs> Louisiana niggers! Yeah, you, that fucking have that boring as fuck podcast episode too. That was dude. We gotta get. I want to do another one. We gotta get. We gotta get Big Papa retard on here, dude. <laughs> to have on to interview him for like thirty minutes. Let's have a nice. Just me, me and Dingo have a nice conversation with Big Papa retard. No, we'll have him on here to talk to us. And he'll, be, he'll be like, "What do you guys think?" It's like he's like, "What do you think about this?" It's like we don't. Yeah, we don't. What do you think about it? <laughs> I never think about that. Yeah, let's what? ask you questions for a change, Big Papa faggot. Yeah, every question that you ask me, I got it's like it bounces every you know, I am rubber, you are glue, whatever question you yeah. ask me bounces off me and sticks to you, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand Once that Dingo shit. told me that like some of his kids died or something, I was just like, Ah, oh, well okay. Wait, what He's... the fuck? Yeah, Dingo told me like his kids died or something. No, not, just like... not Dingo's kids. Big Papa fascist kids. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. I mean still, dude, I don't like I don't like like fucking Yeah, when he told me that I was like, I don't I don't hate him, I just feel bad now. No, no, I, I, I he has the cocks. I do hate him. He does suck. <laughs> I don't, he does suck I, don't, I don't want his children to die, but he sucks, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I would like to talk to him. It would be funny. No, I was thinking about doing that, man, because, like, I mean, just trying to get some people on here. Maybe we could do... <laughs> we could have some guests on here to, like, fucking... Hey, ask, hey, make Big a... Pop... What, he goes by something else now, doesn't he? Uh, I think he just goes by his name. It's like Andrew Wilson. Something gay. It was like Adrian or something. Was yeah. it Andrew? His avatar is like a, is a volleyball with like a hole in its mouth. Yeah, if you just come on, we could just make fun of you. Like it would get a lot of views for you. It'd be it'd be nice. I just said like a volleyball with a hole in its mouth, as if like the volleyball has a mouth like a hole 
in its mouth. Like it a hole, a hole in its mouth. Like the volleyball doesn't have. Yeah, normally, there's the... no hole in the volleyball's mouth. No, where yeah. right where the mouth normally would be on a volleyball, yeah. there's a hole there instead. I was making a castaway reference. Andrew Wilson was <laughs> volleyball. That sports sports instrument that Tom Hanks used to fucking cast away. I guess that really was the moral of the story is that Tom Hanks fucked a volleyball. Yeah, that he was a homosexual. Yeah, that he was gay. He fucked it in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And he named it Wilson. He could have named it anything else, but he named it Wilson. Yeah, you could have named it like, like who was the hot, like, who do you think is the hottest chick in the fucking world? And you could have just named her that. But he's like, nah. Yeah, I'm gonna name this it like, like Wilson. Wilson is like this the is name my, of the yeah. guy who sits in the cubicle beside him at work. Right. No, this <laughs> is my volleyball, Jessica Biel. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I named this. I named this volleyball. Uh, it's like that scene in fucking. Uh, um, never mind. I named this volleyball. Um, Jessica Biel. Jennifer with, Fox. With as yeah. you said before, Ambrose in, a, in an earlier episode of uh, I think Les. <laughs> Um, Jessica Beale with her dump truck ass, right? I got in a lot of trouble for that line. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say the fans didn't like it. <laughs> the fans were not uh, happy with that one. <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> oh, man. But now you have fucking um where were we at here how did we get talking about um tom hanks homosexual Wilson, oh we're gonna have big pop a faggot on it would be fun just to have someone on so we could bully them yeah have someone on here to make them like really uncomfortable <laughs> like they they come on here thinking they're gonna like talk to like serious like um we have to we couldn't let them listen to any of our content though and we're gonna talk to like, yeah. serious politically minded like white nationalists it's like no we're just fucking like, I mean, I'm sure that retard Indian girl would be happy to come on, but she would be really easy to do. Oh yeah, we John should. Fastcraft already did that. Yeah, we could have uh, we could have Stardust, Stardust. on. Yeah, we can get that would no be a problem. Yeah, that'd be like a primer for like. I just don't. I mean, like it's like her points. I think um, even TDS was talking about this. It's just like when someone comes to you about like uh, or a race isn't real or something. It's like, dude, like this was like. This is a conversation that happened like eight years ago. It's something that happened like four hundred years ago. And you yeah, tried no, 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 no. This is something that come throughout throughout all history, and then for a brief period of like almost a hundred years wasn't. And then eight years ago, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, that's fucking stupid." Yeah, eight and years like, ago, people were like, "Slavery's bad." Yeah. But here's this. We'll get back onto this alien stuff. So the short answer uh, as to why is it that like black people are why they're depicted as like demons in the media and stuff. By media, they mean like the news and all that shit. Well, again, that's like citation needed in big bold letters. Well, I mean, this guy's an associate professor of uh, sociology at uh, at Brock University. You know who Brock was, right? Brock Lesnar. No, he, he was, was the, the trainer at the um, first. Was it the first Pokey Gym? Dude, so. took the words right out of my mouth. Barack brother. Obama? No, you got it, dude. In in Pewter City. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Onyx. Onyx. Onyx was badass. Uh, he had dude. a level 8 Geodude and then a level 12 Onyx, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, what, Larry, Larry, let's say you're playing red or blue, right? Yeah, I mean, they're the Not same game. Not a big game. difference. There's slight differences, but go ahead. The Who Pokemon, are you starting with? The Pokemon that you can't catch in red, you can catch in blue, and the other, vice versa. All right, Larry, Who shut was, up, nerd. Who, do I start Who are you with? starting with? Shut yeah. up, nerd. 
Uh, that's easy, man. That's a simple one. You you start with uh, the water Pokemon, Squirtle. Squirtle, not, yeah. Not, be, not because you like him the best, but because strategically it's the best idea. It is. I liked um, uh, Bul- Bulbasaur. That's the plant one, right? He's also not a bad idea either. Because it well, pays actually, off a no. little bit later. It pays off a little bit later, but when it pays off, it pays off really well. It also pays. I mean, it could you could get it to pay off in the beginning too, because you know the plant Pokemon were like pretty good against um, rock Pokemon. Like a Vine Whip was effective against. Not bad. I just like plant Pokemon because you could get like you could start doing poison shit, and I like like the compounding. I like the I like using usury attacks against my enemies. Yeah. Well, passive attacks. You know what I mean. Here, listen, listen to us right now. We are making fun of someone right for Star Trek, and now we're talking about Pokemon from fucking. Hey, dude, Pokemon's cool. Uh, look, hey, I mean, I've never fallen asleep playing Pokemon. Uh, I'll tell you, Star Trek is the most boring show ever recorded. It's the most sleep-inducing, also, uh, soporific show that's ever been put on TV. I tried to watch TNG. Is that right? The the next generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried watching it so hard because, like, once Fen and Mike rented, I was like. Like, oh, dude, I love spending my I love TDS. Why, why can't I like TNG? And then I started watching. I was just like, just can't at all. No, it's just the worst show ever. I never even I watched tried. the whole first season. It was terrible. Yeah, that was a giant mistake. You're never going to get that time back, friend. No. <laughs> right. That's, a, that's the thing. When you, when you measure up like the benefit that you get out of watching Star Trek, it's like, oh, you can have conversations with other sexless faggots and, and nerds. No. <laughs> uh, I would prefer not to. I would prefer not to have those conversations. I, I would prefer not to waste my time watching that show so that I can waste my time talking to people who have never touched a woman. No, uh, instead, you guys, what we can do is we can we can personify that meme of like the angry uh um older older man who like comes home from fucking working like 10 11 hours a day and like goes directly to the basement with a bottle of whiskey and like gets on yes. a, gets on a Skype call and just shit posts for like 6 hours god yes goes to so, bed. so you mean literally me goes upstairs and fucking kicks the door off the hinges of the basement like demands that, <laughs> that dinner is on the table but he's <laughs> but he's wearing He's wearing the scorpion jacket from Drive the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I come upstairs fucking dressed as, as Nicolas Cage and gone from six gone in sixty seconds. Just... <laughs> gone in sixty seconds. The yeah. proto drive. <laughs> <laughs> gone in sixty seconds. I saw that movie in theaters. Dude. Nicholas Cage is so much cooler than Ryan Gosling. It's true. It didn't even take me a single second to think about that in my mind to know that it was true. God damn it. We have got to get what are we doing? We're talking about niggers and we're like we're now we're talking about Ryan Gosling fucking what the fuck? <laughs> and Nicholas and Ambrose is like he's Nicholas Cage is way cooler than Ryan Gosling. It's like without question, but where did that comparison come from? You know what I mean? Like what? Were they in a movie together? No, it's gone in sixty <laughs> seconds versus Drive. Oh, I was just say like, what did uh did fucking did they are they remaking the Notebook where Nicolas Cage plays Ryan Gosling's character? Yes. Oh, uh, off topic. <laughs> we'll just start off with um. So here's the deal with black woman as the alien. Oh shit. Well, until the paragraph above it seems to be uh, this looks pretty interesting. 
Until recently, there has been considerable complacency about police killing and raping of black people. There is... Mm. I have never heard of police rape. Hey, remember all those... Remember all those articles, like, for the last, I don't know, ten years about police pe- policemen, like, raping black women? I've never remember heard that in my that? life. There's one they case... They talk about it all the time. No, there's one... it happens so often. No, there's literally one case, and it was this guy who's, like, serving life in prison now. His name was, like, I think it was, like, Officer Holtzclaw, and he, like, raped a bunch of prostitutes or some bullshit like that. And they're like, oh, this is white. He was white. like a hatpin, too. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't even white. <laughs> he wasn't even white. So, so you're saying it was a trend, Larry. So you're saying this happened all the time, and there was a bunch of different officers that do it all over the place, and that's yeah. what you're saying, right? Essentially, yeah. yeah. That's what it boils down to. This one hop-up. Gotcha. like like white cops are out here just like raping you know negresses all over all over god's creation so th- there's equally little effort to conceptualize in theoretically accessible ways how representations in cinema mes- mesh with political racism now you're about to get a little bit of an explanation as to how um how that how that all works out how cinema really meshes with the political racism that niggers experience here in America on a day-to-day basis, dude. To this day, for, I don't know, they've been here for like 900, we've been, you know, for like the last 900 years since we brought them here. Now, the black woman as an alien. You guys have seen the movie Alien, right? You're familiar with the xenomorphs? I am. I know what a xenomorph is. Correct. It's a space nigger. Yes. And you said yes to Ambrose? I did, I'm sorry. Yes. Negresses have been portrayed in contemporary white social and political culture as super fertile and indestructible breeders whose sexual reproduction must be controlled. This is a shift from the slave breeding campaign that emerged across Americas after Britain's abolition of the slave trade in 1807 and slavery in 1834. Black women in America are... These these things are thought of as... uh, I mean, but this is the way that they would be thought of, I suppose, by sensible people in the white population as super <laughs> fertile and indestructible breeders <laughs> who said right. reproduction must be controlled. They have a pretty based quote from Lothrop Stoddard here coming up. Okay. Lay it on me. Well, it's uh, down a couple paragraphs here. Um, but we'll... Ridley Scott's Alien franchise with its vicious and endlessly breeding carbon black alien mother, came at the height of neoliberal experiment, and in the United States especially, an all-out assault on black people. So, I guess they're saying that... So, Ridley Scott's alien franchise... In the context of anti-black culture, the film signifies the black woman as an unkillable and ceaselessly breeding alien who threatened the body politic. I don't think that's what Ridley Scott intended to do. Can you substantiate your claims with any reference point contextual yes. or subtextual? Yes, I can. With, the alien is black. Other, the alien is black. That's all they've got. That's that's what they have. Is like the color of the alien is black. Therefore, it's a black woman. Carbon black is that is carbon a description of a color? Yeah, black. I mean, you know, graphite carbon. Um, yeah. It's like in your pencil tip, my nigga. But yeah, I don't think that's what he what he um set out to do. Ridley Scott wasn't like, you know, I'm gonna make this movie like the xenomorphs are really niggers. I mean it 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 it, it applies. Should I rewatch the alien movies? Is that what needs to happen here? Because I, mean, I don't remember any of this. No, they're not actually niggers. I mean you could say it applies, maybe with like how they laugh. Yeah, Ridley Scott was like, you know what I really do hate niggers. I'm gonna make a space alien opera about it. And it does minute. remind Hold me of on. it does remind me of episode thirty of Hay House. Is that what it was? We're doing um puns on movies. Oh yeah, 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 dude. 
instead of alien, it's just nigger. And yeah. it's just like George, George Floyd's face. And like then, George Floyd's like stowed away on a on a spaceship, just running around like raping and killing people. Oh, dude! But then we 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 missed the 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 great joke. Then after it, like the sequel to Nigger is just niggers because the sequel to Alien is Alien. Yes, <laughs> yes. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then Alien Four is like Alien Four. Oh, it's like Nigger Four Resurrection. <laughs> but what's what's the, what would AVP be then? Oh, I guess I'm jumping ahead. I'm I'm McNabbing right now. No, I mean not really. Because I mean, kind of. Because I was going to bring up that ABP. would be that was well, just that like be... nigger. That's just like nigger domestic violence. <laughs> that would just be that would just be nigger versus Jamaican. No, it would just be like the black family, like the black household. You have like the xenomorph. <laughs> the xenomorph is the mother, and the predator is the father. Like the dreadlock. Um, but we'll get into instead of instead of AVP, it's just DV. <laughs> domestic violence <laughs> so we'll do this is the this is um the what, what lothrop stoddard said here it says so in terms set by historian lothrop stoddard's white supremacist 1920 book the rising tide of color against white world supremacy a black woman's sexual reproduction is imagined to be to signal the genetic extinction of the white republic. It's like so, so true. Well, the, uh, their, it's not their just... population's like dwindling, isn't it? Yeah, it's not the black woman's sexual reproduction that is the end of the white republic. It's like Jewish representation in like the upper echelons of government and yeah. the media and shit like that. Black people just abort their own children at a rate that like they can't replenish themselves. It's worth noticing that like not every single person who hates niggers is right about everything. <laughs> and Lothrop Stoddard is probably wrong about that, about that uh, claim about the white woman's or black woman's fertility. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's, he, I mean, he's definitely wrong. Like blacks are like, they are like dwindling their reproduction in America. It goes on here. Black, the black man is predator. Black men and boys are imagined as dangerous, threatening, inherently criminal, and superhuman. I wouldn't say that superhuman is the word, right, Ambrose? Would it be a, a little different word, I think? Subhuman? Yeah. <laughs> Bandied about? Well, um, well, I think if, if maybe if you lived in Europe, the um, black fertility of black women might be a little more jarring to you. But I think... I think that it's different. It would be different in Europe because, like, they're coming from Africa, which I mean, it just seems to be that, like, whenever like industrial, like, one of the things is like industrialized countries, like, birth rates just happen, like, they just slow down as well. But like, it's one of like contributing right. factors. So, like, whenever these like niggers just move into Europe, they're still like that first generation is probably still popping out a piss ton of fucking kids, and their second generation right. is just like a shade under as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I mean, it would be like super jarring in in Europe. It's different here for like for American nogs because they're like so immersed in technology and shit like that. I mean, FTN did that deep dive months ago about like the Amish and shit, right? How? Yeah, because they've been they've they've been neutered by capitalism, really. So, yeah, I mean, um, I think Africa's a whole other monster. Removing Gaddafi was like the worst thing um, that America's <laughs> ever done for Europe. It's just opened up the floodgates. Like that's where most of it comes. I mean, they did it on purpose. Really, Ambrose? Really, Ambrose? Not joining the fight against Hitler? Really? You're going to say that that defeating Hitler wasn't the the greatest sin of America against Europa? Is that what you're going right. to say right now? I I, I would honestly say. Well, let's see. It'd be, I think there's a, a debate to be had about both. 
honestly, as far as maintaining the the hegemony. No, of I don't. Europe, I don't think I'm going to. I don't think I'm going to grant you that debate. I think I'm just going to cast you as a guy who hates Hitler because you're a fucking big idiot and a homo. Nope, this guy hates Hitler. Everybody, he he's like, nope. You know who I really like is. Gaddafi, a guy whose name I can barely pronounce. Folks, I don't like Adolf Hitler. I like Muammar Gaddafi or whatever remember, his name is. Remember, remember just a couple months ago, Amber? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Larry, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me say this. Yeah, right. Wait until he loads his next comment. Loading. Let me, let me say this. Noises are coming out of his head. You ready? No, no, no. You I, ready? Don't think, I don't think. You, no, no, no. The modem noises are are gearing up. His his the wires are fritzing out in his brain. Okay. Sparks are flying That's from funny. his ears. I can That's smell funny. smoke, Ambrose. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Man, that sure was funny. <laughs> next one. I was just say this is coming from the guy just a couple months ago who was telling you how gay Hitler was and how awesome Osama bin Laden was, right? Yeah. That's the joke he's trying to make. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, wait, I he was trying from... to make that joke? So hold on a second, yeah. Ambrose. Would you say that that is a callback to a, a prior I... joke? Oh, man. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. want to say. Dude. <laughs> And I understand the point he's tr- trying to make, but I think um, I'd say almost on par. You know, you know, Larry. You know what I call that kind of a joke? I call that a timeless classic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what today too? Fucking so, Rolo listened to the third rail episode from last week. I made a reference to the callback on there, and he was like, "You told me that, and you said you did the joke, and like no one understood." Which is what I told you the last time you made the joke: is that no one understands that. No, joke. but I know that, and I understand it, and I say the joke for me. Okay. And, okay. But Fair dude, enough. No, but I believe you, you. No, you're gonna like this. So fucking. So Rolo goes, "Hey man, I listened to the thing. He's like, I'm glad that glad that I'm still being referenced." And I'm like, "Haha, yeah." It was uh, there's like I still. You like said the... you said, "Hey Rolo, you're a callback." No, I said I still I try <laughs> to make when I, you used to be on the show. I said I try to make the callback reference. <laughs> I said I try to make the callback reference like as often as possible, and he's like. Glad that I can be of some assistance. It's like... Good God. <laughs> right, Rolo. It's like, it's not that it's not that you're of assistance. I... Thank you, sir. I appreciate you that. Now, you are now a prop in my comedy show. <laughs> That's what we call a prop. A uh, callback. Some guy says, Beer Queer reminds me of my dad. Fuck you and fuck your dad. <laughs> I have nothing to do with either of you. You're queer. Fuck your dad. Okay, we have to do this. We have to get through this now. Hokey buckets. So, okay. Okay. so their imagination is dangerous, threatening, inherently criminal, and superhuman. Bigger, faster, stronger, and less likely to feel pain. These view- these views have roots in chattel slavery. You guys guessed. It. Oh, really? Now, Canada. What? Go ahead, Ambrose. What's up, bud? What's the root of chattel slavery? What's like the root? Beerman, you know, like words and stuff and stupid stuff. I know what it means, but like, what's the root of the term? Chattel slavery. Chattel. Uh, yeah. It came from. I have uh, no idea. It, it came from uh, the the ancient uh, Spanish. Uh, I mean, Aztec word, uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga, Tennessee. I've been there. Yeah, that's, that's where. A nice place. That's where the term chattel came from, I believe. Yes. Great, great aquarium. But I was thinking, like, chattel kind of sounds like cattle, so maybe it's like a term. Ancient term for like kind of livestock kind of thing. Mm. I don't know though. Yes, that's what Chattanooga meant. 
back in the day. Cattle, I think. Chattanooga and a mint sweet ass aquarium to the end. More like more like prattle slavery because these niggas get to opening their mouths and just all that comes out is yada yada yada. Yeah, a bunch of uppity niggers running their suck. <laughs> so true. Flapping their I like when you say that. That's funny. <laughs> running their suck. <laughs> you said that. You said that. I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> what, did I tell that story in the program or something? <laughs> no, I don't know or not. Regardless, I'm just going to shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. So, Canada is not innocent in the reproduction of this trope about, you know, Groids being all those things. He says, inspired by Southern secessionists, Canada's first prime minister, John A. Macdonald, claimed that the death penalty would deter black men from assaulting white women. Now, I have to ask you That's two a question. True. Do you think that there were more or less assaults on white women from black men when the death penalty was imposed for such a thing. Gosh, what do you think, Ambrose? Uh, how long do I have to think about it? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Did you guys see that? That a troon is is the the woman that's been on Jeopardy for like the longest in a row or something. Yeah. Yes. yes I, I just like, like how like how how men are just dominating women at every level, every sport, every competition. Some dude puts a wig on and just dominates the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to tell you this, Ambrose, but probably the last ten Jeopardy champions have also been men. But yeah, you're right. But you know what I'm um, saying? No, I get it. No, dude, that, that's a woman, dude. Come on, dude. Some kind of like. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't yeah. you see? They're they're doing their best. They're wearing the yeah. wig. They cut she off their may, dick. She may be six foot three, but she's got a wig on, dude. <laughs> hey, she she identifies as a woman. Uh, I I've actually been watching. Um, this is kind of related. Um, Matt Walsh, who's like the um the goy of um Ben Shapiro's network, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went on, he went on um Dr. Phil with some troons. Oh yeah. And they were like it was two troons and like one troon was like male to female with long hair, like long straight hair and a beard. And she was like mm-hmm. bigger than Dr. Phil. And then there was another troon that was female to male who was like a less than five foot tall Mexican woman that was transitioning with testosterone into a male. And they were together. And then it was Dr. Phil and Matt Walsh. And they're, I forgot what I was going to this conversation. Oh, well, no. But, um, I, we got to read these two things here. This is great. Go ahead. Predator depicted a black, dreadlocked, large, and super virile male in a way that converged white art with white political history. A white man once said that he thought it was cool that I had dreadlocks like the Predator. This is not a compliment. <laughs> now, I remember saying that too. I remember like seeing football players, like big old Jack niggers, like dreadlocks, and be like, "It looks like the Predator." Like as a little kid. Yeah, right. It was a compliment. But, the predator is cool. Yeah, but also like, wait a minute. Do you think that like white people created the Predator? Because we could run down the producer list, and I guarantee that probably like twenty five percent of those producers are actually white people, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. But this next paragraph is a fucking uh, is a big is a big winner. Now listen to this first sentence: the police rape, torture, castrate, and murder black men. Okay. I like the I, I blue line right here, thin blue line. I support them. <laughs> 
No, wait. Oh, hold on a second. I like how they tried to sneak in castration. <laughs> yeah, dude. What the <laughs> they really fuck? did. They really did. It's I like, imagine there's like five them. cops. They're like holding some nigger's arms back, and one has like hot irons, like just <laughs> gelding him. Yeah, they cut it. Yeah, it's off. like, and then they're like, they beat them, and it's like, yes. And they're like, they shoot them. It's like I've seen it. And then they're like, they castrate them. It's like, wait, hold on, a minute. <laughs> hold on, wait. A minute. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so the link between visual culture and anti-black racist dog whistle politics reveals that these violent racist behaviors strike deep at the heart of white psychosexual fears and pathologies. Black mm. men are imagined as predators who must be controlled, if not eliminated, with extreme prejudice. Dude, he, but up here, a little, um, where is this shit at? They make, um... All of these things about that, these ideas that go, well, they just don't like black people because the, uh, they think it's the age old trope, folks, where it's like, oh, they think that black men are going to like fuck white women and shit like that. I hate it when my psychosexual pathologies are revealed to the world. It bothers me. And then you get down here to the bottom, and it's just like a picture of just a bunch of fucking niggers like walking. The, I can't breathe. You know, all, yeah. hum, all, human, all human beings deserve respect. They say. Yeah, I could say that. Yes. One of the best. You know who can't? Who? The guy who can't breathe. George Floyd. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> can't breathe. You can't talk, brother. <laughs> you can't breathe. Why don't you defend the uh, assertion that all human beings deserve respect? Go. Five minute opening statement, Jamal. Well, Sigourney Weaver, like blasting the alien queen. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney? (laughs) Sigourney. Is she on a stretcher? What are you you carrying into an ambulance? Yeah. Sigourney. Hold on a second. How do you pronounce her name? Sigourney. Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver, like everyone else on the planet. Okay, fine. Sigourney. Are you sure? Sigourney Weaver? I'm sure. We are all sure, yes. Okay, fine. Sig- Boy, that feels Sigourney. wrong. Sigourney. Can anyone have a stretcher or a Sigourney? We gotta get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone, to get, someone get the gosh dang defilipilator. We gotta get the... <laughs> he broke his leg. Get the Sigourney. <laughs> Why don't you Sigourney my dick, Ambrose? Uh, <laughs> So, Sig- Sigourney Weaver is blasting the flamethrower. You fucking alien ever make one of my shit, you fucking retard. <laughs> Yo, oh my god. What was the one? Someone said some fucking picture. I think it was on your Sigourney. chat today. Someone said something to, to like um, some internet service or something messaged them and they were like, please suck on my dick or like something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What that was, was Wyatt. That? Yeah, what? what did he Why? say? Why? He was on and made some false you... claim. And they were like, they're like, like, send us your documents. He says, oh, I use Puma to send documents. And they're like, what's Puma? He said, Puma nuts in your mouth. <laughs> Dude, he just, you just ruined it. <laughs> he did a false claim to where, like, the government was going to owe him, like, $780,000. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, hey, that's great. Wonderful for you. Um, we're just going to need to request a few documents. And he was just like, oh, all my documents are in Puma. Oh, yeah, I used the Puma form. They're like, oh, what's that? He's like, Puma nuts in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they blocked him on Twitter. <laughs> 
fucking TurboTax. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. There's zero repercussions for that. <laughs> it's totally legal, and you should do it as well. <laughs> mm, Just try to defraud TurboTax. Lying to TurboTax. <laughs> you should lie to them and tell them to suck your dick. <laughs> yeah, because they're not going to take you to court over that. <laughs> they can't do anything. They are powerless mm. to stop you. <laughs> I have a lot of editing to do for this fucking program. <laughs> and Larry, Larry means to say he's not going to release this fucking program. I'm going to have it up on... Actually, I don't know if I should put it up on Odyssey. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I learned how to, I learned how to do that, though, now, so... I saw that. You have episodes up there, and I don't think I'm... I'm am I on those? You are. You're on the last one. The last episode's up on Odyssey. What? Yeah, nigga. Get with the That's time, cool. my nigga. Mush, nigga. I'm going to start doing my own podcast, because Beerman's shaming me into it. You and Dingo. The Boring and AF Dingo. Podcast. Yeah, we can do that one. That could be yours. No. <laughs> So that after that Dingo would have to be my podcast. So I don't like. I don't like that. Well, who do you want to have? We'll on? do one with like Rand or something. Oh, good luck. Yeah, he doesn't want to podcast with me anymore. Good luck getting your getting getting a word in edgewise. Amber starts talking. He's like, "Well, this one, you gotta fucking." Yeah, I want. I do want to have him on again, though. I like Rand a lot. I want to have him on on, on here too. He's a really good guy. I like him. I went on his program a couple of weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. Yeah? For like an hour or so. He makes really happy. I've always been a Rand fan. Yeah, he's cool as shit.